Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Reviews. Today is episode 25. So on today's episode, I'm going to be discussing Ty Cobb, A Terrible Beauty, um, as well as a few comics that I'm reading and one other book that I'm almost finished with. Uh, for the movie portion of today's podcast, I will briefly be talking Enter the Dragon, Bruce Lee's most famous movie, um, before jumping in and reviewing two Godzilla movies, including the just-released Godzilla vs. Kong. So here we go, uh, the book portion. Ty Cobb, A Terrible Beauty. Shockingly, I haven't finished it yet. I told you last week it was 500 pages. Um, I'm still working my way through it. I'm only maybe 150, 200 pages in so far. Um, it's an extremely detailed account of Ty Cobb's life. I'm enjoying it. Um, Ty Cobb is one of the most misunderstood players in baseball history. Um, and I had watched the Ken Burns documentary. I think I mentioned that last week. And they were just talking about Ty Cobb and just uh, how racist he was, how everyone hated him. And now I'm reading this book. And at least so far, the author is trying to change that image of him, trying to dissuade the reader and kind of give this new assessment of Cobb's character and who he was as a person. So expect a full review of this book next week. Um, I'll be going into a little more detail with it, but that's all I have for this week. Um, if you are a baseball fan, again, so far, 150, 200 pages in, I'm enjoying it. Um, but yeah, if you're not a baseball fan, this is definitely not going to be for you. Um, just based on the length alone. Um, I'm going to start a new segment on this podcast because I'm never just reading one book. Um, I'm reading multiple, so that's a large reason why I did not finish Ty Cobb, A Terrible Beauty. Maybe I should just focus on one thing um, for the sake of the podcast, but there are so many different things that I'm reading all at once. I'm reading this uh, book right now called Ballparks, A Journey Through the Fields of the Past, Present, and Future. Very long title. Um, but And I'm almost done with it. But it just goes through all of the ballparks um, that have existed in the United States throughout the history of baseball. So it's really cool to just read um, detailed accounts of what it was like at these particular stadiums, at these particular fields and just get some of that history. It's extremely detailed. There's lots of images of these old ballparks. Um, really, really neat. I'm also reading some comics right now. I'm reading all of Grant Morrison's 1990, 1990s uh, Justice League run. It's 1,500 pages long. <laughs> it's going to take me a long time to finish this. Um, I am probably only three or 400 pages through so far. And there's all these different little storylines in it. Um, and so far, I'm really enjoying it. I'm not a huge fan of Grant Morrison, um, his, the artwork, the artists that he used, the illustrators. Um, but the stories themselves, Morrison usually does a really, really good job with it. Um, apart from that, I'm also reading uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is this awesome storyline in which there are these parallel universes and all these different Earths. And that are this the villain of this comic is trying to destroy all at once. Um, so it's interesting because it goes to, in these parallel universes, characters that were one way um, in most of the comics that you've read are way different. Like It's just, I, I really like it so far. Um, I think it came out in the mid-1980s. Um, it's a little confusing at times just because there are so many characters in the DC universe that I just don't know a lot about. Um, so yeah, there are moments it, while reading it where I'm like, uh, who is this again? Um, but so far, the main story, at least, I am enjoying. So here we go. 
movies. Enter the Dragon, um, starring Bruce Lee. Uh, Bruce Lee did all the fight choreography for this movie, just like he does or did um, with all of his movies. Um, but basically, he's this martial arts expert, and he has to take down this drug dealer who is responsible for the death of his sister. He has to enter this kung fu competition um, <laughs> with a bunch of other people um, in order to take him down. So it's a very silly premise, it's a very 70s, 80s action movie. Um, and it actually has a lot of similarities to James Bond movies, which was my major takeaway from this movie. Um, First of all, there's a character that looks like a discount version of Sean Connery. Um, the main villain in this movie also has a cat, and he's missing a hand, uh, like in Dr. No. And he has this underground base. And then also, as you get to the end of the movie, and I don't want to spoil it in case you haven't seen this movie, um, it's straight out of kind of one of the Roger Moore Bond movies. Um, the ending is very similar to it. But I think, to be fair, that Roger Moore movie came out after Enter the Dragon. Um, but nonetheless, there are just so many similarities uh, to James Bond movies. It's kind of eerie. Um, this is known as Bruce Lee's best film, Enter the Dragon. Um, and I have to say that I did have a fun time watching it. It's by no means high art, but the, the choreography itself is really, really good and I think worth watching. I would recommend checking it out. I think it will be a movie that you have more fun with if you are watching it with friends, but even if you are alone, I think it is a fun watch. And here we go. Godzilla. Godzilla, King of the Monsters and Godzilla vs. Kong. So, they have started to remake some of the classic Godzilla movies. Started with Godzilla in 2014, a movie that everybody thought, oh my gosh, it's Brian Cranston. He's going to be the lead actor here. It's going to be awesome. And if you've seen that movie, you know that that is not really how that movie turns out. I think the first half is awesome while you're anticipating the appearance of Godzilla. And I, but I think even though that movie is such a strong first half, I really think it falls off the rails in the second half. And a large part of that is due to the characters. And I had put off watching Godzilla King of the Monsters um, just because I had heard that it's not very good. And I, I will agree with that. Um, I will agree with kind of what I had heard about it, the critics review, just what people have told me about it. And I'm going to kind of, I'm going to review King of the Monsters and the new uh, Godzilla movie, Godzilla vs. Kong, kind of at the same time, because they're actually very, very similar. Um, I think both have clear weaknesses in both script and character, um, especially, I mean, especially Godzilla vs. Kong, I think in this regard, maybe the script is stronger in Godzilla vs. Kong, but the fact that they try to introduce so many different characters and you don't really have backstory on a lot of them, so you're wondering why you should care a lot about them. Godzilla King of the Monsters has annoying characters as well. Um, and it's just too much. Um, the, yeah, they oversaturated. They have all these characters that have it's clear cut. Like this is, oh, he's the comic relief. Oh, he's the serious cat. It just, it doesn't work. Um, and yeah, the script, the attempts at humor really fall flat in King of the Monsters. Godzilla vs. Kong, it occasionally worked. Um, but they have the kid from Hunt for the Wilder People. Um, an awesome indie movie from a few years ago. And now he's a, obviously a few years older and I felt, I felt bad for him because he is a very good comedic actor, but the script that he was given, uh, was just awful. Um, 
But script and character issues aside, the Godzilla movies, Godzilla King of the Monsters and Godzilla vs. Kong, the, the strength is the thing that matters about these movies, and that is that the action sequences are fantastic. Godzilla King of the Monsters, um, I think the action sequences are a little bit weaker than Godzilla vs. Kong. And part of that is due to the fact that it is just kind of cool to see Godzilla fight King Kong. And I think they did a really, really good job with it. I think those fights are the highlight of the movie, as they should be. Um, and when those things are happening on the screen, that's when the movie really comes together. Whenever characters are talking in either of these movies, though, you just want them to stop and you just want to get to the action. Um, but yeah, just too many characters and oversaturation of characters and bad script bring these movies down. Um, but the action is intense, super fun to watch. And also, if you are a fan of the original Godzilla movies, Godzilla, Godzilla vs. Mothra, all of those um, from the 50s and 60s. If you're a fan of those, you're really going to get a kick out of some of the um, script, little parts, especially from Godzilla King of the Monsters. There's one line in particular that my family and I always talk about from the original Godzilla movie um, from 1954, and they kind of have a throwback to that line uh, in that one. But... I don't think you need to rush out and, oh my gosh, I need to see Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and I need to see Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, but they are very fun movies, and I had a good time watching them over the last few days. Uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters is kind of, again, it, like everyone says, it's not a very strong film because of the characters, because of the script. Um, but I think the newest movie that is now on HBO Godzilla vs. Kong is a lot more fun. And if I were only able to watch one, that's the one I would watch. You'll be a little lost because some characters are introduced in prior films. But again, it really comes down to those action scenes. And there are plenty of those in Godzilla vs. Kong. And that will do it for another episode of Ryan's Reviews. I will be back next week giving the full review of the Ty Cobb book that I am reading. Um, but uh, yeah, movie-wise, it's going to be a surprise to me as well. I don't know what I'm going to be watching this week. Um, still have a few Oscar movies that I need to check out, including The Father. So maybe next week, uh, if not the week after. But looking forward to it then. Uh, thanks to everyone for tuning in today. I will be back at 1 o'clock Eastern Time next Saturday.